Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Bunker episode 69 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, laughs hysterically, and then points back at itself and has a good old laugh. We got a full show today. Security breach, dirty head news, conspiracy query, feel good news, all your favorite stuff. Let me just introduce the man himself, guitar player, singer of the dirty heads, my brother, here he is. Duddy B. How are you feeling today, Dad? I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm feeling good. Uh huh. There was some stuff that happened over the weekend that made me feel bad. There was some things. This is the security breach that yeah. I alluded to. We're gonna in talk about up. that in a second. In but a hot I second. We'll tell you one thing that has made me feel good, Jake. Is I've noticed in the last week or two, we've been getting a lot more ratings and reviews, and you guys don't understand how much it actually really does help us uh, keep the podcast going and get noticed. So if you have been enjoying the show, if you're listening, whatever you're listening to you know, it on right now, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, just give us a, re- a review, tap the stars, give us five, what three, whatever it is you like. Uh, it really does help. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. We see it. And we love it. And our numbers have been going up. They We've really been seeing have. like, dude, we're getting more listeners. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Through the fucking roof. Like a, like a skateboard ramp. Yeah. Just up. Woo. No end in sight. But uh, what has happened as well over the weekend, Jake, is, you know, you guys, we have a we have a Patreon page, Let's, yeah, right? Yeah, dude. That's... We have a Patreon page, uh. and it is the best. We have created this nice, like, tight-knit family over there. We've got storylines that are just on the Patreon. It, 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 it's, it's amazing. But, you know, what has happened is over the weekend, one of the Patreon members was coming here on vacation, mm-hmm. having a good old time in Heinz and Beach. We've been hearing good. about this vacation for months. Here I come. Here we are coming. you know, it came, uh, it came to me that there was people out there other Patreon Other members, Patreon members or listeners or whatnot that were that were sharing information with her, like maybe my home address, if not sharing your home address directly, possibly letting this person know exactly how to find your home address yeah. by using government issued sites and things. Basically, there's a security breach, dude. We had a fan who was like, I'm coming out on vacation. And jokingly, she would say, I'm going to stalk you guys talking about Duddy and myself and also members of Duddy's band, the Dirty Heads. she didn't. She didn't. She's having fun. And we're sick individuals. So we knew that she was having fun. And we went along with it. But when when Duddy found out that his address had been gathered. And, uh, you know, every Monday morning, we do a show for our Patreon members, Mm -hmm. uh, the Monday Morning Hangover. 
and I uh, I kind of had to I had to chew him out. You guys I got pissed. I did not know anything about this security breach. Look, here's the deal. There's a page on Facebook called FGWD Bunker. It's kind of like a community that talks about our show and also some dirty head news, but mainly our show. A lot of these are Patreon members. That's where we found this news. Now, I don't go around on Facebook. I, don't I barely the scroll news was around on Instagram. The news was brought to Duddy. I did not even know about this news till this morning. When did you know, Duddy? This morning. Oh, so imagine you go to work. And you find out that a potential psychopath, but we think she's nice, has your address and is in fact in your town looking for you. It got creepy and Duddy got heavy on the Patreon episode. I'm not going to go into it too deep because I don't want to get all fired up again. If you Mm want to hear the entire story and hear me bitch out these people, Mm -hmm. you can go over to the uh, patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy and... There's a whole bunch of episodes up there, but the, the latest one, you'll get the whole story. Or you can just go over to like the, what is it, the FGWD Bunker page on Facebook. On Facebook. And you can see kind of like a little bit of what's going on there as well. I love the page. There's a lot of chatter. Everything looks great. I did subscribe to it, of course. I got a message from Anthony saying, you know, Gentle Giant. Everybody who listens knows Gentle Giant. He's part of the show. He's like, hey, here's this page. Sign up. So I sign up. Have not yet perused the set. I think it's best I stay out. I want you guys to be able to talk shit on Duddy and I. Just have fun in there. But when the addresses, when the personal home addresses start showing up anywhere. Not cool. Not cool. Duddy said if anyone shows up at his door. Duddy famously said if anyone shows up at my door, show is over. So it's on you guys. That's right. That's it. We will scold our listeners on this show. In fact, we love it. It's like when our our listeners fuck up, we're like, oh, yes, let's get in their ass and tell them that we're mad. But. It's because we love you. That's what families do, right, Daddy? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, today, Mommy, Daddy are mad at you guys, okay? But (laughs) let's get past that because it is love and obviously we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Let's get right into some good news and good news news is Dirty Heads News. That's right. Uh, This is live stream week. So this Friday we are doing the uh, Supermoon live stream, which I'm super excited about. Um, We've got some really cool stuff for you guys. And and that's also the same day that our new song Earthquake Weather drops, which I can't wait. I've talked about it on the last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, I love this track. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And I mean, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. I love this song. So it's exciting news for DH. Finally, I know you guys took a nice long break, which was cool. Everyone got to relax and hang out and we got to kind of dive in a little more with the podcasting, which was great, but it's on, dude. It's the final Dirty Heads album that's been released so far. So after that, who knows? We got some other stuff coming up. Tell them about everything. uh, On the 19th of this month, we are going to be doing another live stream. We're going to be doing it from Oregon on on like a, a marijuana farm, Jake. So I love this. This is the whole band. Yes. Just like we've been doing these. Yeah. We're going out there. Um, and we're doing it from, we're going to do it outdoors with a beautiful back setting and it's going to be just kind of like a best of, we're going to do like our few favorites from each album that we did during these live streams. We're just going to play them all. So that's insane. Yeah. So that's what what was the date again? The 19th, September 19th, September 19th. And then, uh, it looks like September 25th and September 26th, dirty heads will be doing drive-in shows, Mm -hmm. uh, in Ventura and Del Mar. California. So that's also very exciting. And then after that, I will be heading back out to Nashville to 
finish doing some of this writing with Rome so we can get this music out to you guys. Shit. Busy, oh. busy times. What and else? I just, this last weekend, uh, I I drove down to San Diego and uh, I I worked with Evan from Through the Roots, uh-huh. who was on the show a while back. Um, they got some a new album coming out and I worked with him on a track for their new album, which is super dope. I think you guys are going to love that as well. So lots of fun, exciting stuff. Lots of shit going on in the music world with Duddy. And um, I'm kind of excited, too, because if if some of our like show recording days happen to be when Duddy is in Nashville or is, you know, in Oregon or anywhere, maybe we can get some Zoom episodes where you're hanging out with some awesome people, get them as guests. But at least we'll have cool backdrops to see Duddy in. We did a Zoom episode with you in the mountains a couple weeks ago on our we Patreon that page. Was fun. So if you're at the marijuana farm and we happen to do an episode, obviously sit in the fucking crops uh, or something for us, please. So there it is, dude. Lots going on with Duddy. I've had a pretty mellow time. Barbershops are still closed in Southern California, although it does look like they're about to potentially open. Yes. So who knows? I might be going back to work soon, That's which is nice. awesome. I'm still going to have plenty of time for the podcast, so that oh, won't yeah. change anything. Um, I did see something that that blew my mind this past weekend. I saw a couple cool movies that we'll get into, but I did see something that I wanted to bring to the table um, cause I just, <laughs> I just realized everything is fake. Oh yeah. Everything is fake all the way down to like running Instagram posters, dude. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm walking my son to the, to the local park. There's a park that's kind of like across from the beach in Newport beach. It's on a, it's on like a ridge. It's a really cool park. It's on a cliff sort of, and you can see over all the houses that are in front of the park. And then you can see the ocean. It's a really cool park. From this vantage point, you can see a really steep hill in Newport Beach that joggers all day, jogging up and down the hill. Buff guys, buff girls, shirts off, you know, just it's all fitness models, right? So I'm walking my son to the park and I'm looking down the steep hill with all the fitness joggers. And I saw a girl standing holding an iPhone and tracking with the iPhone another girl who was running along the road. And so I'm like, okay. And then I realized the girl was running about 30, 40 steps and then stopping, looking at the Instagram, going back up the hill, oh my running God. by. And they were like critiquing the lift of her ponytail. Oh. I think they were trying to get it to where it looked like she was going fast as shit and the ponytail was up in the air. And I'm like, I can't even trust running Instagram no. or anything. It's all fake. I. I'm so happy you said this because there's something else I've noticed fake that I've noticed recently that, or not even recently, this is just a thing, but I just recently have just been like, holy shit, come on, people. Okay, here's a new, here's a picture of my cute baby. I'm holding my baby and my boobs. Oh, oh is that here's, happening Here's a, a picture of me playing with my dog and my boobs. You know, it's like, I love the posts where it's like you can obviously tell the focus on this post was your boobs. the teat. And if you didn't notice that half of the screen was your cleavage boobs, but you tried to make it like it was about the, you know, shake you have in your hand. Yep. No, no. No, no. (laughs) We know what it is. You are taking a picture of your boobs Mm -hmm. and you're posting it. And you're trying to act like, oh, no, no, it's 
look at this. Look at the health. No. And look at my my golden child. This look is a motherhood this, thing. I love my child. I love spending time with my child. Yep. And my boobs. And my boob. Imagine, ladies out there. And I was never thinking about this, but, Duddy, I'll be on the lookout for this. I just usually am so happy when I see boobs. But yeah. what if we start hanging the top of the shaft out? It's like, oh, look at these. Look at this Capri Sun I'm holding down by my thigh. And top shaft. Yeah. yeah, dude, we'd be ostracized. I mean, I'm not so, saying stop. No, I'm don't stop. In like, fact, show like nipple. We, you're not fooling anyone. We're not fooling you're anyone. Not so fooling just anyone. know this, mothers. When you put a picture online and your boob is out and your beautiful, beautiful child is suckling upon said teat we like the photo it's because of your boobs that we're liking the photo it has nothing to do with the child it's i mean i could probably pull up whatever and find 10 examples of this right now but i don't have time we're in the middle of a show right everyone listening knows what i'm talking you about you know what it is you're and not the, fooling anyone no the one's been fooled about you sharing your boobs if you're holding a granola bar with six feet of cleavage next to it, we're liking the photo for the cleavage. We will never eat the granola bar. Probably a better example of what you were trying to say. That's, I'm saying. I well, kept going with the child. It was funny because yeah. you just you talked about the fake running post, and it just made me think. Because the other that. day, you know, I remember just thinking this: like this post is not about no. said post. It is strictly for you to be like, look at my boobs. Well, even the posts where girls show their ass, or it's like, this is blatantly just a me bending over yeah, a lingerie yeah. ass post. It never says, here's my asshole. No. It'll say like, the moon and the stars are aligned tonight. Can you oh. feel the conjunction? Or body like, positive. What? You're like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> body positive. Your butthole looks great. You guys all get it. Same <laughs> to you, muscle positive. guys who are in the gym just bending over with the dick showing through the tight pants and you're like dude fucking get out there and make this day yours put your dick away dude and do squats and something else and put a shower. okay uh, you're all the you best study they are fake the best. fake fake so oh many things god. are fake oh my god jake well, okay one more fake thing one more fake thing and i don't even really have much on this i just heard this and i looked it up and i just thought that it was absolutely the best so i just want to okay this is great jake that's right. Duddy was like, I have another fake thing to add because I was like, I'm going to talk Dude, about this fake ass jogger I the, saw go by. So you guys all know the front man from Counting Crows. Absolutely. Picture the front man from Counting Crows. Yes. If you don't Jones. know who he is right now, pause, look him up, unpause, and then finish hearing <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying. That was him. Those are not real dreads at all, ever. It was it, you just a wig. It's He's not, a, he didn't have dreads. Mr. Jones and me, back in the day when he's shaking the dread, that's half the video is him just... No. So apparently back in the day when he was younger to get to make the dreads work, he got... Because that became his thing is he got... Um, he just had fake dread in extensions put into his hair. And now he just wears a fake dread wig. Oh, he's still... Wait, are they still? I don't a, know, but like, you know, that's his. He's yeah, still. I think, I is think this him they now? Still do Luke's stuff. pulling up a photo. Yeah, those are fake. Those. Okay. That's a wig. Jesus, that looks exactly like he looked from when I yeah. remember him. Adam Duritz. Uh, Adam Duritz uh, for Counting Crows has revealed the secrets behind the odd hairstyle that has kept fans been used a while. Apparently, the long dreadlocks are not his actual hair and are in fact a wig, given to him by his father. Go up back up to that photo, Luke. That's a fucking good wig. Right. Wait a minute. So how insane. So, so back I, in the day when he's 
Mr. Jones. I don't even know if they had a second song, dude. And then he would just jump and he'd rattle the dreads around and he had like a little bandana. Those were extensions. Is that what you're saying? That's then, what that's what they're saying. And now he's bald and that's a dread wig that his dad I gave guess, him? But like I said, I don't have much on this. I just heard this and was like, wow, how fucking funny. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, okay, that's a wig. Okay. All right. Yeah, dude, grab that photo. We'll okay. have to throw that one up for the video. Holy moly. Holy Lord. So, yeah, everything's fake. Dude, there was a lot of fake stuff back in that era because remember Millie Vanilli? For people that oh, don't yeah. know Millie Vanilli, Daddy and I are That was older, like dude. the most famous fake. Oh, my God. So, if you don't, if you're younger, look it up. If you're our age, you totally know. Millie Vanilli was this, like, duo. That I think they were twin brothers out of Brazil. or yeah. At least they were brothers. And they were these muscle dudes with like long dreadlocks that had a bunch of hot, cool R&B songs back in the 80s. I loved their songs. Duddy loved them when we were kids. And then it turned out uh, one day they were doing a concert and I guess they were always fake singing at their concerts. There was a backing track and the back the backing track started skipping live and they were like revealed as liars and fakes. And I remember that because I had their albums and I was like, no fucking way, these guys, it's not even them. And it was like the, the band was over, yeah, obviously, it was at that they point. They got busted. Like they like skipped or something. Yeah, they obviously said, yeah. tried. And, um, not obviously. They actually tried to keep going. And it was just terrible. I remember they like re-recorded some songs after that and they was like, this is us singing. They're like, singing. this is actually yes. us singing. And you're like, yeah, it's not that and good. And it sucks. Holy shit. So <sighs> Counting Crows was a lie. Millie Vanilli was a lie. Was there any running other lies? posts or running lies, joggers uh, or liars? The post is not about your boobs. I mean, the post is only about yeah. your boobs. It's about your boobs, about your butthole. It's not the summer equinox or the winter fucking you know solstice. None of that crap. Mm. Stop it now. Um, child boob. Okay, with the child, daddy. Um, dude, anything else fake, dud? Nope. Not right now. All right, that's not it, right dude. Nope. Nothing fake, including that silence that just happened right now. Well, dude. <laughs> I do have something else that happened um, over the weekend. I watched some shit. Yes. I watched something that I thought was good enough for me to talk to you guys about. And I was going to review it, but then I realized Duddy hasn't seen it. So no spoilers here. It's just a suggestion. So I'm looking for things to watch. Amazon Prime. Duddy tells me I saw a preview for a movie on Amazon Prime, Uncle Peckerhead. It's a super independent movie. It's about a band that... uh, that wants to go on tour, but their van got repossessed. They just need a van so they can do a quick little tour. They hire a local kind of hobo dude that lives in his van to drive them on their tour. All right. They don't realize that the hobo guy's like, sure, I'll drive you guys on your tour. Give me a couple bucks, pay for gas. You know, this is all the start of the movie. They don't realize until they get on the tour that every night at midnight, he turns into some sort of demon or something and is but can we'll go on a killing yes. spree and this no isn't problem. ruining the movie i've asked no, jake please is, don't spoil yes. it because i haven't even gotten around to watching it but i've watched the trailer and it's everything all in the trailer it, it's in the trailer everything he's yeah. telling you so that's it you know yeah we don't have a van we hire a driver guy turns into a demon every night that's it but it's a it's a really fun movie i really suggest everyone watch it and the band that they go on tour with is the funniest shit ever. There's a lot of great moments and it is a cool young, like independent underground movie kind of filmmaking crew. So I'm like, why not support these people? So I'm so stoked. You brought it to my attention. I'd never heard of it. Uncle Peckerhead. Great movie. I had a lot of fun watching. It's one of these movies that I know I'm going to love it, but my wife is not. And my kids, I'm not going to watch it with them. So it's like, I have to wait till like the whole family goes to bed. It's time to go watch this. So I will, I will get around to it. 
Um, yeah, the, the, the humor's corny. So yeah, yeah. it's not going to be for everyone, but it is fun. And if you love music, it really does. It is a perfect kind of, the shows they play, We anyone who's been in a band has played these terrible, oh, yeah. shitty shows. Oh, yeah. It's just perfectly done, dude. But um, anyway, as I watch things that I like, Duddy and I are always watching movies. We were super into movies and we're always watching weird ones and shit. So we're like, why don't we just tell people about good, weird movies we found? That's one. But now, let's truly start the show, right? Okay. We okay. said hi. We gave some news. We yes. told you that we've got creepy fans and they're creeping us out. It's a weird, dark week because, man, when we found out addresses were being shared online, we were like, Jesus Christ, this is getting a little weird. You know, but here we go. We start the goodness and the happiness because this is Feel Good News. Play the drop. The world is back. This is Feel Good News. All right. Let's get into it. Time to feel good. We do not bring you the bad. There's plenty of it. We simply provide you with the good. And once again, from goodnewsnetwork.org, we have an amazing story. The story of a woman who had a lifelong fear of fruit and vegetables cured by hypnotherapy. I've never been happier for someone. We've got a picture that we'll post up on our video coming out Friday on YouTube. She looks lovely. She's holding a basket of fruit, something she was deathly afraid of, apparently. Luke, let's scroll down a bit. Let me, let me try to read some of this article and just get the facts. A British woman who has eaten only cheese, fries, and pasta for more than 20 years after <laughs> developing a fear of fruit and vegetables has been largely cured by hypnotherapy. Largely. largely. You guys will get it when you see the photo. Yeah, yeah. Before her treatment, Jenny Edgar would gag if she tried anything other than dry cereal, cheese, and biscuits, or her t typical dinner of pasta. Anyway, 32 years old now, she wanted to get skinny because she's getting married. Congratulations, by the way. And she wanted to look good in her wedding photos. Hypnotherapy, guys. And now she's finally eating healthy food. Duddy, do you think it was actually a fear of anything or did she just like to eat treats, dude? I'm as happy, happy for her first. as I am for her for getting married. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats um, on that. I, I just feel like it wasn't a fear of fruit and vegetables. It was just more of a she likes to eat shit. Yes. Can we scroll back up to the photo? Um, I just want to get a good look. She's a big, she's cute. No doubt. Big, oh, cute nice smile, lady. dude. Nice looking girl. We're happy for her. But it does kind of play to a victim-y culture in America where it's uh, never your, it's a fear of healthy food. It's not that I like to eat McDonald's all day or pasta in her case. Let it's me a tell fear you. of healthy food. We should. Let me tell you about a story about a little kid I know named Dakota. Okay. Okay. Dakota, if you don't know who Dakota was, he used to work with the Dirty Heads. Guitar still, tech. Guitar tech, still great friend, great guy. When Dakota first came into our camp, he was said, like this lady, uh, I can't eat fruit and vegetables. I haven't eaten fruit and vegetables in 15 years. They're gross. They're gross. All I eat is meat and potatoes and cheese. That's it. Same thing, right? Really? Okay, so she's not lying then. This is a thing. Okay, yeah, but... We didn't need hypnotherapy to get him. Oh. He was on tour with us for no longer than two weeks. And all we did was ridicule him for being such a little bitch. <laughs> and we're like, look at how unhealthy you are. You sweat profusely all day. Mm -hmm. You have problem areas 
on your body that we've discussed with him that have rashy things. Problem areas. Problem he areas. With my daddy. And, and we let him know that if you keep this up, you're not only going to always be a problem child with problem areas, you're also going to die at a young, young age, Mr. Dakota. And we started just kind of being older brothers with him. Dude, within one or two weeks, guy was fucking waking up, going and getting juices. Juices, like cold-pressed juices and eating salads. And now... He changed his life dude, through Dude, you ridicule. see Dakota now? Dude, the guy, since I've met Dakota, Dakota has lost 30 pounds at least. He looks great. You don't need hypnotherapy. You just got to stop being a little bitch. So a lot of our listeners, sometimes they'll think we're mean mm-hmm. and we talk a lot of shit. And we do. Um, but we're trying to make you better people. This yeah. is how this is. Look at Dakota. He's a new man, 30 pounds. So she didn't need hypnotherapy. She just needed... You to fucking tell her. She just come on. Show, like, come she needed Rito therapy. Eat the fucking fruits and veggies. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. But we feel good and we're happy for yes. her. She's getting married. She's adorable and she's on her way to much like Dakota, being skinnier and healthier. Mm-hmm. And hey, good for you. So let's keep it going. More good news in the fruit and vegetable category. <laughs> we have a gardener from Britain. Ooh, keeping it across the pond. Another Britain story. Gardner in Britain grows Britain's biggest tomato using, you're never going to guess this, Doug. What is it? What is it? Pantyhose. Oh. Yeah, that's fun. Was he wearing them? He looks like he might. Like, we're looking at the photo, and he is as adorable as the lady from the first story. We love him. Look at that smile. Look at that uh, tomato. What if that's who, who she's marrying? Oh, my God. A match I made in I love to think that. I like to think that. Look. It's her pantyhose. Well, they, oh, wow. Well, there was a lot of room. So- Look, it's it. This is a classic love story, right? He grows tomatoes. She can't stand tomatoes, oh. but they're in love, and they're British. Coming this fall, it's you, okay. You whatever. Tomato, love in a garden. You say tomato. I say potato. Oh, duddy, oh. get all the way out of here. So we've got a guy in Britain. Let, let's take it to the top of the article. Let me get some of the facts, because I tend to just say things with no facts. Let's get the let's get the particulars. A green-fingered, all right, well, out the gates. Do we have to be racist? A green-fingered father has broken the record for growing Britain's largest tomato with the help of some sheer pantyhose. <laughs> That's right. What the fuck? Uh... Hertfordshires. Yeah, that's England. Douglas Smith spent around two months carefully growing the giant tomato, which is, in fact, six regular beefsteak tomatoes fused into one. All right. Does that count? Does that count? Like, did he just, like, glue them together? Yeah. Like, he just smashed them together and let them, like, so it's not technically one huge tomato. It is six regular tomatoes. We're still super happy for him and feeling good, but he is, in fact, a world-renowned cheater. The huge fruit, which had to be suspended using a pair of tights so it did not fall off the stem, weighed in a whopping, we're not going to know what this is because we're not on the metric, 3.106 kilograms, we probably might know that, but I don't, and measured 27.5 inches in circumference. It was grown from seed. Okay, whatever. You know the what facts else, Jake? You know what, what else? It also weighed in at 100. Who cares? <laughs> it also weighed in at 
lies because it's <laughs> six tomatoes. But oh. here's the deal, Daddy. This is feel-good news. Okay. That news is fun, right? Kind he of. grows the Britain's biggest tomato in, could you're going to guess this, Dad? Women's pantyhose. What it's a, a fruit fucking weirdo. and vegetable. So this guy's claim to fame is, I grow, I smash tomatoes together in pantyhose. <laughs> is that how we talk? That's how we squash to Luke is scrolling down, so we're looking <laughs> we're lo- we're looking at the I guess the other contestants in the tomato <laughs> contest. One looks like as big as my toe. Then there's one that looks like a normal tomato, one that's maybe softball size, and then this mutation of six that uh, kind of clustered together. It's really like a, a six tuplet of like a Siamese twin of a tomato. We I'll can, be honest, Jake. I want nothing to do with that big tomato. No. Well, half of it's not even ripe. You can see the tomato is so big that only half of it's fully ready. The other <laughs> half's green. You guys, the picture will be up on the YouTube. Of course. I feel so happy for him. Good for you, Douglas Smith of your ship choir, uh, uh, England. And good for you in the first story there. I don't remember her name, but I'm so happy for her and her marriage. Duddy. We'll call her Dakota. And we'll, uh, you know what? I hope they live happily ever after, Jake. I really do, dude. We've done it. We've put a smile on all the listeners' faces. We did it again. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with more oh. amazing news. Play that outro. Join us next week for more goodness on Feel Good News. Oh, Daddy, the world is anew. It is. We got away from the negativity, which was the first half of the show, and we got into some super positivity, which was Feel Good News, and now we get into everyone's absolute favorite part of every show. This is conspiracy query. Daddy, let them know what this is. Okay, and this is a great one this week, by the way. You got a banger for us. this is not a conspiracy theory okay this is a conspiracy query i'm asking you if you believe in this i didn't come up with this gotcha i didn't uh you know i'm not saying i believe in this all right i'm not saying i don't believe this fair all i'm asking is do you believe in conspiracy queries all right all right what do you got for us this week this one is about you guys remember This took the internet by storm a few years back. It was the Ice Bucket Challenge. Do you remember this, Absolutely. How could you not? It was so fun. You you went on fucking Instagram or Facebook or whatever it was you're on, and you got to see everyone you know dumping water on their heads. That's right. It's another thing I did not participate in. Yeah. And and that was all in the name of ALS, right? Okay. Good cause. So there's that. I should have maybe done something. So let's, let's get into it. A few years back, celebrities were pouring buckets of ice, and not just celebrities, everyone, but celebrities were pouring buckets of ice water over themselves to raise money for charity, or so we believe. Oh, a sinister undertone. Turns out what they were actually doing was a satanic purification ritual in readiness for the devil to make his long-awaited return to Earth, Jake. Oh, wow. That got really dark fast. I was like, okay, they're easing us in. Devil's coming because of you doing water (laughs) drops. Okay. If you're a skeptical... Okay. A ske- a if, ske- if, if you're a skeptical uh, well, If you're a skeptical, that's what it says. If you're a skeptic, there, be there sure to go. check out uh, Evangelist Anita's YouTube page, which covers everything you need to know about the challenge. The human sacrifices, the forthcoming reign of the Antichrist, the Illuminati's involvement, and more. Anita is just one of hundreds of YouTube conspiracy theorists, oh. as my voice cracks, uh, YouTube conspiracy theorists uh, spreading the theory and pointing to the 
celebrities who also participated in the evil challenge. Let's get into them, Jake. Oh, my God. So I love this. Here's the celebrities that they have right here. Says, and they're saying these people are all deep. De- they're saying they're these in guys for are the all devil in deal. it for oh, the purification Oh, I love it. Tell devil. me who's a devil worshiper. Justin Timberlake. Oh, of he did it, and he had on a Pink Floyd t-shirt. Well, there it is. Well, he's obviously into it. Bill Gates did it, whose contraption resembled the Temple of Solomon. Tell me something I don't and know. And Justin Bieber, who he wore a shirt with the number 3-3 on it, signifying the end is near. Is that what it signifies? <laughs> oh, my God, Jake. It even gets crazier. Oh, I are, love this. Uh, are all now believed to be servants of the devil? Even Oprah, even Oprah Winfrey is a devil worshiper because she said, in the name of ALS, before doused. And she Isn't wasn't that what shouting the whole thing it, was? She wasn't shouting it for the, the uh, you know, what the cause was for. She was shouting it, shouting it for Antichrist Lucifer Satan. And then this, <laughs> uh, this blog says to go on after that, that's enough proof for me. And this is from wow. monsterchildren.com. If you want to read more into it. So, Jake. I love this. Let's start. Let's go backwards. She shouted that like she that. She shouted out ALS for Antichrist Lucifer Satan. That's like the laziest chant. They're just. just no, that's what the disease was, right? Well, the disease is ALS. Right? Yes. And so, but they're saying that she was yelling ALS just like everyone else, but she was meaning it for Anti-Christ, Antichrist, Lucifer, Lucifer Satan. Satan. But how dumb of a chant is that? Even <laughs> if you are Lucifer or Satan, you're not going to be, my chant shall be Antichrist, Lucifer, Satan. Like, <laughs> And I want you to abbreviate it. Antichrist, Lucifer, Satan. Antichrist. <laughs> it just seems like the laziest, A-L-S. dumbest. He's like, no, you're saying it wrong. Like, yeah, like that. Oh, my God. That's like, I don't know. That just made me die. I just pictured a bunch of I love it. I love it. Holy crap. All right, dude. So take it back. So the whole Ice Buck chant. Dude, fucking... Tell me again, Duddy. Refresh The ice me. bucket challenge. The whole thing? Where, you, where people used to dump water over their heads. And it raised a bunch of money for ALS and yes, awareness. Yes, but they're so saying why it started and why the celebrities were all doing it was not for the ALS. They were doing it for the Antichrist, right. Lucifer, Satan. I think I get the it now. forthcoming of, of the devil. The Antichrist devil. Long return to Earth. So this... This article suggests that a lot of people were doing it for ALS. Oh, people like you and I, normal people, I we're think, doing it yes. for ALS. But these sneaky bastard celebrities underneath, they're doing it too, but they they're to doing get it for everyone to purify ah. themselves. So if the whole world's chanting ALS. And they're all cleaning themselves I'm off. They're very dumb, and I now get it. Now yes. for when the devil comes, we're all ready for him. My, I was so blown away. Like, obviously, you told me a little bit, like, here's, I have a thing. Yes. For, and I was like, okay, cool. But you reading it and me saying, now I understand it yes. all. So they and were... I, this is my favorite one yet. Yes. Because I can't dispute this. No. Well, how hey, could Duddy? you? Oprah Winfrey shouted out ALS. Let me give you this now, Duddy. A couple years ago, right? The ALS challenge. I don't know. Five at the most. Maybe something like that. I don't know how long it takes for it all. A lot of people did the ALS and dumped the water. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people. Probably millions. I don't know how long that's been, but. Look at the world now. Oh. Oops-a-daisy. Oh, my God, Duddy. It happened. 
It happened in 2014. How many years ago is that? Six. Oh my God, guys. You all know that's the devil's number. That's the devil's number. Let me ask you this. What's 33 is the returning of Christ. What did the article say? What's three plus three, Duddy? I think it's six, Jake. Six. And look at the world now, everyone. Are you having fun, everybody in this world? Holy shit. Look, see, who wore the number 33 signifying the end is near three plus three, six, the ALS challenge six years ago, 2020. It's been fun, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This will be the last episode of Feeling Good with Daddy. What episode number is this, Jake? 69! Oh! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, what's a nine upside down? Six! Oh! What's 69? Blowjobs <laughs> and like the other, whatever else is oh, happening in the other. The devil's island. favorite sex move? Oh! And mine? Oh! <laughs> This is some shit, Duddy. Do you have any closing statements? Because I just been wondering, do you believe that the ice bucket challenge was really just for us all to cleanse ourselves for the good when the devil comes? Wow, that question's resonating with all the listeners right now. They're in their cars. They're Mm -hmm. at their desks at work. They've probably hit pause because... They have chills yeah. and they're contemplating. They're not even hearing me say this about them till they 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 get over it and yeah. then they hit play again. They're ready to listen. And then I say this back into the chills again mm-hmm. with another pause. Yeah. Now they're back after both pauses. <laughs> oh, Daddy, I feel weird. How do you feel? You know what? <sighs> I wish I had a good segue. <laughs> We're already there. Oh, dude. Just, you just create one. Okay. Create well, one. you know what? When I find out that uh, a challenge that everyone has been doing on their social medias thinking it was for one thing, but it was really just for the devil, kind of makes me feel good, Jake. There it is, dude. You always do it. (laughs) Oh, speaking of the devil, I mean, speaking of feeling good. (laughs) Oh, no. We have some sponsors on our podcast that make us feel great. And Koi CBD, we love this product. I use it. Every single day, you guys know the routine. I get the, uh, I got, I love the drops. I wake up, I take the drops like first thing in the morning while I'm drinking my coffee, and I've been constantly using the rubs on my uh, my wrists and whatnot because I get really sore wrists from playing guitar a lot. But now they even have a better uh, thing than the rubs. They have like a roll-on. It's a CBD uh, roll-on pain, you know, med, almost like a icy hot roll-on yeah. thing. Has the minty oh smell God, going it down. It smells amazing. It works so good. Um, I love it. If you've got aches and pains anywhere, like in, in any joints or whatever, and you've been taking a lot of over-the-counter pain meds, trust me, to give CBD a try and give Koi CBD a try because it is the best out there. You're gonna love. Uh, you know how it makes you feel and it's much healthier for you um yeah also it's what they, much healthier for you it is it's then much what? better for you than, than what than the over count over the counter pain meds like oh, I okay, said, jake good. oh you did i'm bad i'm sorry i was off <laughs> on a different fucking planet i was still thinking about the conspiracy query oh wow it is deep but yes uh, it, it's so much better for you um so give koi cbd a try uh, and go to koicbd.com and put in code feel good at checkout and you will get 15 percent off your first order 
Right on. And moving forward, we have another amazing sponsor that we love so much. This is uh, Plugins Key Change. And, and this uh, product is called the Jack Rack. And this is so awesome. I've had one of these on my wall for years. What it is, it's a, it's a keychain holder. It's a key holder for when you walk in the house, you hang it up, and when you're leaving, boom, you always know what they are, or you always know where they are, but it's a, it, it's a replica of a guitar amp head. They've got Marshall ones, they have Fender ones, and what you do is you plug your, uh, or you, you hook your keys to this keychain that is like a quarter-inch cable that you would plug your guitar into, and you just you plug it into the, end, into the amp like you would a guitar when you come in the house, and you unplug it on your way out. It's pretty self-explanatory, but very cool. Everyone that's come to my house loves this thing. They always ask me where I got it. And you can have your own, or you can be a hero and get one as a gift for anyone that you know that plays guitar or just loves music. Um, go to Plugins Keychains, and that's plural, and the plugins is with a Z. That's P-L-U-G-I-N-Z keychains.com. And if you put in code DuddyB at checkout, you will get 20% off every single order. That's yeah. right, Jake. There it is. Yeah. What's your closing statement usually? You heard it here, people. You heard it here, people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, so man, so we're into it. We've had a we've had a day already. We did the Monday day. morning hangover for Patreon. We yelled at our listeners I over yelled. there. You threatened them with cutlery. And now we've done the Wednesday show. And dude, it's time to kick back and answer a couple questions. Drop. Questions. Ask us any question you want. We're back. All righty, uh, dude. What do we got, dude? Luke let's see what is we got queuing here. up the questions. And for the listeners that don't know, of course, our questions come from our Patreon listeners. So if you want to ask a question and potentially be featured on this show, join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. We, ask, we, we get the questions over there and we choose a few to answer on the show. Now, in the past, Duddy would rifle through the questions and we'd answer a lot of them. We've now put Luke on the job. So our, our new guy, Luke, he's choosing the questions. We can only do so many. And um, if you don't like it or if your question didn't get chosen, all hate mail, all vitriol and all of that straight to Luke the Pug on Instagram. You'll find him. He's easy to find. All of that. All right. Duddy. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> We're going to start with Brandon Allen. Uh, okay. Remember when we were kids and we didn't have technology to occupy our time? What were you two into doing? Yes. Great question. Great question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know what? Um, for starters, we were both really into sports. We played sports pretty much year round. So we did. We always had that. But um, we were lucky enough to grow up in a neighborhood with a lot of kids our age in it. So we had lots of friends really close by. And... Uh, you know, one of our one of the things we always did at night, I feel like it was one of the things we pretty much did every night during the summer, and we would have 20, 30 kids hanging out, and we would just split up into two teams, and we'd just play ditch them on our bikes. We mm -hmm. had, like, two neighborhoods that were connected, both neighborhoods filled with kids, so we would just go neighborhood to neighborhood at night. And uh, we were actually talking about this earlier, too. Um, 
We answered Patreon. this question on Patreon, but it was a great question. It jogged some memories, so we're did. like, let's 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 revisit this one because there's things we forgot from our childhood yeah, that and I was we thinking, now remember. I was thinking back to that and like how crazy those times were because I was like, dude, Jake, remember we used to just there'd be ten kids hiding in someone's side yard, not anyone we knew, just random houses. You'd go up, yes. you'd hide under their cars, you'd fucking if their garage was open, you're in the garage. In the garage, hiding. dude. It was a weird time. So Duddy and my house was central yeah we were like in the center of both of these neighborhoods so all the neighborhood kids would meet at our well, and we corner. lived like on a corner a too. corner dude yeah. it was so perfect we'd hang out on this corner like our parents would let us hang out till i think it was mid was it 10 or midnight I think it we was were young like midnight or so I don't and know. so it would basically be like, at least my parents knew where we were right like yeah. they knew that we were sitting out on that corner but what we would do is yeah, Duddy, like Duddy said, 10 kids would show up on their bike. We'd split into teams of five or however many kids were there, split it down the middle. And five of us would sit on the corner, count to 100 or whatever. And the other five, see ya. They are yep. hiding anywhere within these anywhere. two neighborhoods. And Duddy's right, dude. In the bushes, in strangers' houses, behind their cars. Dude, bushes right, like that are right in front of people's like living room windows and they're inside watching TV. Like in the you know? in their little side yards yeah, underneath the, windows. Oh, and just, we never even thought that anyone would give a if shit. If I looked out my window right now and there was three kids just hiding behind my car, I'd be like, I first off I'd get pissed, but then also I'd be like, Are are you guys okay? Like I, that just doesn't happen. I don't anymore. think that happens like, anymore. No. Does it happen in middle America? I wonder if I there's like small so. towns. God, I hope so because it, it was so much fun, dude. We we started out by playing guns. Yeah. Now this is when we were super young and we couldn't leave like our street, but we could go anywhere on that street. We would we would each we would divvy up our toy guns between however many kids showed up, which and looked like actual guns. guns. Like by anyone today who'd be carrying one of these, it would just be immediately shot. You by, can't. They don't make those. Anymore. Oh my god. No orange tip, nothing, nothing to let you know that these are fake guns, no. like realistic replica guns. We're all over the neighborhood, hiding in people's bushes, climbing up people's trees with without asking any permission with guns all day. <laughs> and then it led into Ditchum. And then there's another thing that we kind of failed to talk about on the Monday morning hangover, yes. which we were like, we got to talk about because it was so fun, was spying literally illegally. Spying. spying on our neighbors peeping families straight up peeping toms we would never actually get gross we never like looked in girls because it wasn't no, even about that no we were young we weren't trying to look and see boobies or anything Dude. we would spy on our friends <laughs> living rooms we like have, their family watching tv and eating we had this friend randy ingle and oh, he lived he like four houses down from us he was the best right and uh we would just spy on his family. We would, okay, Randy Ingalls' family had a huge front window that covered yeah. almost his whole living room, and they would sit in there and, and watch, watch TV. TV. And, the, and the, the TV was next to the window facing away, so they'd be on the couch just lined up, staring at this huge window, and all the lights in their house, they can't see outside. Duddy and I are just spying, we're just, laughing. Just, we're just looking at his dad, just going, making fun. Sometimes it would just be his dad sitting there watching TV, and me and Jake would be in the bushes out front of their fucking window, just laughing looking at him, going, hysterically. <laughs> but then we would do things like we'd tap on oh, the yeah. window and then oh, run yeah. and hide, and then watch the dad come out come and like out, look, look around, <laughs> and then we'd go back and immediately start spying again. We eventually oh, started going into their backyard the because backyard. it was like a slide, we, and we'd tap on that door, run around. Around the front and watch them. Do you oh remember? We, it got to the point where we used to have a thing where we would try to sneak into their kitchen and take 
food from their fridge. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing. Like, who can get the most fridge, yes. the most food out of their fridge without them knowing? knowing? So some of us would watch them on their couch watching TV and while another one would, and we were not stealing it. We wouldn't eat it. We wouldn't steal it. It, it was just a game. <laughs> and it got to the point where they kind of knew oh. that we were doing it. And I'll never forget one of the times you know, we, we made a sound or something. Oh, we yeah. ran and Randy just comes out to the front door and he goes, he goes, come on, you guys. We know you're out here. He's all, just stop. He just yelled into the <laughs> night, like, just leave us alone. Because he knows we're know? scattered across the street under cars somewhere, just hiding. Oh, just... And eventually oh. they would close the curtain, but there would always be uh, like a, always gap, a gap. And we would just look at the there, gap. Oh, you know, now it's time to go to the backyard. And then I guess they were just spying. And I remember too, man, it got to the point. There was times, Jake, where literally we'd, because he was our, he was like our best our, friend. We hung out. We would and, leave his uh, house. His spot. dad was just funny. Like, he was one of those just old school dads. It was just kind of funny, you know, just like. Dude. And not like in a trying to be funny. It's just kind of like a goofy old dad. And he was, was just, like a cartoon. Yes. Mr. Magoo, if yes. anyone like. Uh, was kind of just his way. He was a nice dude. Super he nice. just His whole family was great. And we were just but, horrible. Uh, we were and, horrible. Because so we'd be like hanging out in their house. We'd be hanging out with Randy all day, playing Zelda or something, yep. doing whatever, hanging out. And then he'd be like, okay, you guys got to bounce. We're going to eat dinner now. And we'd be like, cool, bro. I'll see you later. We'd walk out the front door and into the bushes. In immediately. <laughs> we're like, we're not going home. There's nothing to do at home. We're now and we're spying on Randy's family eating dinner now. That's now what we're doing. Oh, oh just, good you can't, you can't. You know what you can't do anymore, Jake? You can't spy on your friend's family. No way, dude. You're in prison. You're uh, a sex offender. And we didn't even see boobies. God uh, damn it. No. Oh, my goodness gracious, wow. dude. It was so fun. After the Monday morning show, Duddy and I are like... Like, what about when we spied on our friends? We're like, oh my God, memory lane. We got to talk about that. Okay, moving along. Good question. Um, Leia Mapunista, her name is Lindsay. She is a Patreon member. She has asked, if you could only visit one more place in the world, which uh, you've never been, where would you go? We also answered this earlier, but... uh, uh, I said it before, not only do I just really want to go here because I've never been, I just really want to tour here, and I think that we're going to soon, hopefully, but Australia. I think that uh, for the Dirty Heads, that would be a great next spot to go try and, like, you know, build the fan base. And I, I've always just wanted to go there, so that's for me, Jake. I want to do, like, the Norway thing. Yeah. We live at the beach. It's sunny. Yes. It's beautiful. And I, I also want to go to Australia. But, yeah. you know, if I could choose, dude, I want to get into a completely different climate. I want to wear big, cool jackets totally. and stuff. That's why we love going to the mountains and yes. snowboarding. It's like, yes. you know, you like to get away from what you're used to and into other things. And I, so I would want to go see some super gnarly, icy lands and just deal For with sure. that. That For would be sure. awesome. Adventures. I want to see huge things that make me feel tiny, you know, yes. like that's, I love that stuff. I love stuff. that. Yeah. I love that. Like when you stand next to just a gigantic tree and you're, you're just, just like, like, holy God damn. Fuck, yeah. The uh, best. <laughs> uh, Justin Palmer uh, wants to know, how about that sales to the wind acoustic tutorial? Uh, happy to pay for a Patreon Veep event. Uh, I thought it was because I stumbled upon Duddy and Rome's YouTube lay me down. You know what? You don't have to pay for that. I will do that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to record a quick video of me playing it, and uh, and I'll, I'll post it the video onto our Patreon page. So uh, so Sales to the Wind, if you, anyone doesn't know, it's an old Dirty Head song. It's yeah. got a sweet freaking acoustic riff that Duddy does. And so, yeah, Justin's been asking Duddy for a while to yeah. do a tutorial. Yeah, and I think so. that you'll be pleasantly surprised that it's not like a very difficult riff to play you'll see me play it and be like oh, oh i could do that 
it's it's so it, it's cool. It's pretty easy. I'll I'll drop it on that Patreon page for you to watch. Um, hey guy, oh Jan Jan wants to know. Hey guys, love the show. I tried to ask a few weeks ago, but I kept missing the window to ask a question. First of all, I hope your fishing trip was fun. How many fish did you catch, and where is your favorite fishing spot, and what is the biggest fish you ever caught? Well, Jan Jan, obviously you didn't listen to last week's episode. Thanks she, for the support, and you're a Patreon member. Good lord! Wait, you didn't he, even so you didn't listen to last week's episode, and you didn't listen to last week's Monday morning uh, hangover. Because Dougie announced to the masses that. Oh. I'm going to answer this question, and then we actually have a quick little surprise drop-in for you guys. Visit. Okay. Heck yeah. um, well, uh, Jan Jan, first of actually, all, catch up. <laughs> catch up on the show, okay? And leave us a review. We would like that. But uh, my favorite spot that I have fishing, I'm not going to tell you exactly where, but it's up in Mariposa. It's a, a place I've been about four or five times now. It's like a private little like pond area that we uh, have that we like to go and it's just it's just beautiful and the, the fishing there is great and I've just had so many great times there with my kids fishing and my family and I've pulled up some pretty awesome bass there. My biggest fish I ever caught was from there and I don't know exactly like how much it weighed. I, I threw it back, but I could tell you that it, it was a a largemouth bass that when I held it up it was about at my head and it, the tail like it went down past my uh my mid body but the thing was a honker too it just had a big old fat belly and uh yeah that is that but before i answer any more questions we've got a very special drop-in surprise guest this is tim everyone <laughs> and tim he works with the dirty heads um he's when we're touring he's uh matt's drum tech and much more but he's become he's become like our all-around dude he, he runs all the sound for our practice helps get everything ready for the live streams um and now he's doing something else really cool and he's making his own wind chimes oh yeah i'm chiming in he's chiming in i love it he's got his uh it's beach chimes yeah beach, beach, wind, beach chimes. wind chimes uh com. is his page and you can go to beachwindchimes.com to pick these up and yeah. you can get custom made Check uh bamboo wind chimes which yeah, are just... super cool and uh it's really cool why he's making these if you want to tell him really quick yeah so basically during the whole covid shutdown we were kind of just sitting around the house and we'd walk the beach every day and we'd start finding here, different things players. different things that on the beach that you'd see all the time like can the bamboo yeah here you go bamboo and shells and all different kinds yeah. of stuff and i was like well what can we do with this stuff you know and actually yeah. have something cool to to give away and then also for a good cause too so we started a nonprofit called sunset beach cleanup where portion of the proceeds go to that and you know, not only are we making these chimes, but we're doing something good and cleaning up around Sunset Beach and the surrounding areas and stuff like that. So it's super cool, guys. Yeah. So and these are this is kind of, this is what I like. Like I love wind chimes, <laughs> but I don't want the yeah. bing, bing, bong, bling, dong, bling, bing all day in my backyard. Exactly. I don't. I think, this is nice. Yeah, it's, it's like, calming. It's not too loud, you know, and it's. Um, it's just yeah, calming. They and, look and cool chill. too. And, and if you cool see too. here, he's got he's able to. What do you call it, laser? Printing? Yeah, I, I, so I, I bought a laser engraver, yeah. and I was like, well, how can I make these stand out? And um, so the laser engraver basically you can put anything you want on there. That one has like a feeling good with Duddy on it. Yeah, it's Duddy's awesome. little thing, and also Jake B on there. 
But yeah, it's just kind of a neat little thing. You can put anything you want on there. We've done some memorial chimes. Some, I'm gonna hang you know. this up in this back here for the rest of yeah. the show. I'm so telling you, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a fun thing keeping me busy since we're not touring. Right. And uh, trying to do a little bit of good for the community too. So. So beachwindchimes.com. Go to beachwindchimes.com. Pick yeah. yourself up a custom wind chime. Not only are you going to get a so uh, so a, a really awesome wind chime, you're going to be helping keep the beaches clean. Heck yeah! What a freaking deal, Tim. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thanks for stopping in. Heck so you yeah. got you got chiming in. <laughs> so this is Tim. He's on his day off. I'm sure he came in here probably just to like clean up stuff and get shit ready for tomorrow's practice. Yeah, we have a pretty crazy practice tomorrow. But um, yeah, it's just good to come down here. I have the actually. Uh, the horn guys coming down. They're going to do some rehearsals after Today. you guys finish up. Oh, yeah. nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, getting it ready. This live stream is going to be awesome. Man, it I is. appreciate you guys, man. <laughs> right on, yeah. Tim. Yep, well, Thank nice you, brother. Talk. One more time, guys. Go to beach. Go to beachwindchimes.com. Pick up a wind chime. You can also follow uh, Tim's page over there at beachwindchimes, like at beachwindchimes on Instagram. Yeah. Those things are dope. So if you need to chime in, all you do is just shake this. Oh, it says just chime in. in. So another thing Tim likes to do is he'll like go and comment on people's pages or ours. They'll leave (laughs) a little comment and he'll put just chiming in. No way. Fucking ledge. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Tim. All right. We got a couple more uh, questions here. Let's see, where are we? We're at Michael Beeman. Uh, he says, Duddy, what song from Supermoon are you looking forward to playing acoustically the most this week? And Jake, what's your favorite song from mm-hmm. Supermoon? Do you have a favorite song off Supermoon, Jake? Do you even did you the first to it? single that dropped? Yeah, dude, the I'm first kidding. single. Yeah, the first single that's dropped is Supermoon. I think no, the first no, one the was with the big horn. Up, no, but okay. Supermoon is yes, that the one. second one. Okay, yes. that's my favorite one. Um, I'm I'm fucking terrible too. with song names. I don't know any, even my favorite bands. I don't know their oh, albums the or songs. Way. But I also love the the uh, the one that Jared sings. That you played it like three times on tour near the end, where the melody of the guitar follows his vocals. Oh, the fear and love. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So fear and love is dope. That one is like my speed right there. That's my normal like pocket that I love. But on this album, Supermoon's my favorite because I kind of like in Supermoon. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's got the big, huge horn line, and it's catchy, and it's really two verses, and you're in and out. And so I like that. Be- you know the song, Woohoo Yeah. By, by uh, Blur. Blur. I love shit like that. Yeah. Supermoon, to me, is a song that you can play a thousand times because it's, it's a vibe. It doesn't change much from that vibe. The horn line's insane. The verses are good. The rhythm section's dope, and it's in and it's out. There's no bridge. It doesn't change. Oh. It's just a banger. So, um I can picture it in like a movie chase scene. That's totally. like that so, was kind of a vibe like during writing that. It was like, yeah. So I love it for that. It feels like a song kind of out of the seventies, but it's action packed because it's fast. So definitely, yeah. super I love that one too. I, I love. I think my favorite song in the album, though, I, I love "Tender Boy." I love that track. Everyone talks about "Tender Boy." Yeah, that's yeah. like everyone's. But um, what song I'm most excited to play though? which you probably wouldn't think is come back around because we have flipped that track for this acoustic thing and it is dope. I'm very excited for you guys to hear that track and what we did with it. Um, A little Easter eggy little nugget right there for you guys. Oh, the Brandon Allen questions there again. So is this our last one? That might be. Oh, Oh, no, our final question comes from F. 
TR. Wait! You didn't answer my question! There's no time! I don't, okay, yeah, his name's FTR, and he mm-hmm. says, Hey guys, what's your favorite thing about Huntington Beach that never changed? Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah, Daddy and I grew up in Huntington Beach since we were real young kids, and Huntington Beach has gone through a complete makeover. I mean, not much is oh, the same, my man. Goodness. I mean, the, the beach is still there, which yeah. is nice. I, I mean, that's it, dude. The beach <laughs> is the thing, right? But the pier is different. The entire downtown is different. So, when Duddy and I were kids, the downtown of Huntington Beach was like wooden. It was like oh, this yeah. wooden beachy town look. The pier was an old wooden pier, and there was a huge storm in like 1988, I want to say, when we were very young, that ripped the pier off and yeah. literally dragged it out to sea. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye, Rubies. Bye. There was a Rubies <laughs> at the end of the pier. It got dragged out to sea. I'm sure you can look it up online and see pictures or whatever, video. But uh, so they rebuilt the pier. They rebuilt the entire downtown as all these new buildings and stuff. I mean, the vibe has changed as well because I, I, I got to say that. used to have the little surf beachy town vibe. And now, honestly, it's it's quite like it's like a metropolis it, area if you go downtown, you know. Look, we love Huntington Beach. Totally. That's where we're from. And we love the whole area. Like I still Newport. Love it. I still it's all the best, there. dude. But yeah, it, it's very much. It's not like our little town anymore. I mean, this is the Jersey Shore of the West in some ways. Like we have the biggest surf contest here. We have all sorts of huge things. Luke's pulling up uh, pictures from the pier, so we'll we'll tag those on to, uh, you know, on our on the video when it comes out on on a uh, Friday on YouTube. But yeah, man, the entire town's been rebuilt. The population has like more than doubled since Duddy and I were kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Easy. not the same place it used to be. There's new schools. There's new neighborhoods. Yep. It used to be a lot of, of oil fields and a lot of just open fields that there was nothing. Every one of those freaking fields are in full-blown neighborhoods now with schools. And it's crazy. Here's one thing that I can say hasn't changed okay. and that I fucking love this about Huntington and whenever I'm out on the road for a long time or I'm long dry whatever and I get back wide streets oh that's a good one we have Absolutely. wide streets yes. not only just like driving around but in, even in the neighborhoods it's wide streets mm-hmm. and it's very easy to get around it's very easy to park wherever you want to go for the, unless you're like in the total downtown. If you get into downtown, it you get in. Tougher. It's a little tougher. But, but yeah, man, the, out in the freaking, you know, where the commute, like the neighborhoods are, and all yep. that, all around Huntington, dude, wide streets. Yeah, you're right. It is. I love that. I do recognize that when I used to come back from tour, especially yep. if you were touring in big cities everywhere. You come back, you're like, oh, everything is just the blocks wide. are big. Everything's yes. wide. It's easy to get places. Totally. That is true. I do and love that, that. Does remain. Yep. yep. All right, dude. That's it. Bang. Another show. A heavy show. A heavy show. I'm telling you. Reality crept in again, you guys. Do the research yourself. FGWD Bunker on Facebook. All the, it's all there, dude. Duddy, Duddy's security was breached. And, um, and we take those things very seriously here on yeah. Feeling Good with Duddy. Although, we feel great, right, Duddy? We feel great. And we love you guys. We love you guys. Uh, Have a nice day. Fucking peace. Peace.